Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the first edition. First early rendition. Of the inaugural. The inaugural One Hot Shot podcast. I'm Wolfman J. We got Grizzly D in the house. We got Shark G in the house. And we're going to run down a bunch of shit. Sports related, whatever related, football related, baseball related, basketball related, whatever you want to talk about. We're big on uh, fantasy sports. We're big. We're degenerate gamblers. Well, these guys aren't. I am. Anyway, let's kick it off. Well, and, and the one hot shot is meant to just one straight take. No edits, no cutting, no, no script. No, straight off the cuff, no off the cuff. Yep. We have no Coming direction. at you raw footage. I mean, Coming we're raw, raw dog. Yeah, we're raw dog. We got no... Careful. No, no agenda. You Careful. Know. No agenda. Can I... Are we going to cuss? three guys in a room talking shit. We're three guys in a room in a bear den talking shit. I'm, I, we got one White Sox hat. <laughs> we got one awesome... I don't want to call it a comb over. <laughs> side cut. Yeah, yeah, you can't call it. A, you can't call it a comb over. We got one awesome side cut, and we got the, the samurai. We got an American samurai on set. Yeah, pretty exciting. All right, so what? Two beards and one clean shaven. Wolfman Teddy just got back from the ski resort. Wow. First of all, it take you a couple we, days. We need, we need to acknowledge, yes, that this <laughs> took me two days. You can't be lying about appearances that, when they to get can't that growth see right there. And so. I even I took the time to shave underneath and a little bit of uh, manicure uh, up here. So I mean, I, I this, shaved. I shaved Monday. <laughs> real. That's why you're Grizzly D. That's why they call you Grizzly D. That's why they call you Grizzly D. We're just like. Man's five o'clock shadow would put most men's beards to shame. Too I mean, shame. legitimate. Nickname. You don't want to get into a, you don't want to get into a beard match with either of these guys. That mustache though, yeah. Look at that. Shark D does bring the mustache. That increases my ability to smell and track. Track, track the wild numbers. Game. Track the numbers. That and the wild. If game. I had also the wild game. <laughs> if I had that mustache, I would shave the beard and I would just go with that mustache alone. Yeah, see, and I, I'm just, that could put Tom Selleck. That that's one that Tom Selleck would be proud. I, I tell you, what, if you, you have mustache for one week, I guarantee you'd end up in jail. Is all I'm gonna tell you right now. This mustache, at least would, once. you'd yeah. have one arrest. You think on you, you think you sure. can just have this mustache and just know how to use it and be able to handle the consequences? Well, that's gotta people. come with some oh, type of oh. owner's name. <laughs> I mean, this is this is like you know, this this will grab the forty year old woman by the f- fucking elbow and just like bring him into on the dance floor. Line, yeah, line you dancing. Know, keep, it, dough. keep it keep it down. Keep it clean. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, All right. We, so, what do we want to talk about first? Gonna, I mean, I think we're going to come and talk about beers. We're, we're, we're sports. <laughs> yeah. That's what we talked about first. Definitely. We covered the There's we covered no agenda the here. There is no agenda here, so let's fucking... Well, well we are, yeah. I think, I, mean, the, I think every time you walk into this room and see the guys doing this podcast, you're going to see a different look. Like, I, I don't... That, that's I did have saying. a rally mustache for the Bears. I did this, don't listen. Awesome see, that's a straight lie. For man, like two weeks? This man had something it on was his like, face that was thinking about being a mustache. It don't was, let him fool you. It was a solid four weeks of growth. And, I mean, on the scale, it was registering. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it probably could have used a little bit more. Something probably could have been a little fuller. If it was registering on that scale, and I think it would have helped that thing to Cal. And I think it would have helped the Bears out. Take that thing to calibration. <laughs> I think it would have helped the Bears <laughs> out more if I could have done a little more. That's that's. I'll give you that. Hey, I think that's when it comes to the Bears season, everybody could say we all could have done a little more. <laughs> Including I yes. I mean everyone. I mean everyone. So let's let's just. I, I'm we're Chicago sports fans. Me and this guy, Grizzly yeah. D, is yeah. kind of all, all over the, the board. Yeah. He's got a little bit of Nationals, although so, he, he was I, I a Nationals was, fan, then he then they then Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies, then he wasn't a Nationals fan, but then he quickly came back. I can't believe he quickly guy. came back. Yeah, I can't believe this guy. You guys are speaking for me. Do you think that's oh, what happened? Oh, I, I just okay. remember. Tell it, Grizzly. I just what, remember. How was it, Grizzly? What no, was no, the no. jerk? Tell me, tell me who I like. Tell me who I like. I you know what? You know I what, Grizzly? Got, I do want to hear your breakdown this, of what it was like as a Nationals fan to lose Harper. And then, you know, how how are you feeling at the All beginning right. of the year? And then to see All that, because right. that Nationals team did not start hot. I do. But they went on a streak. And st- like, how was that season as a Nationals fan? Like, I like was there emotion? First, yeah, though. go if ahead. If I could. Yeah. I do want to say before you get started that we did get a text message, whether it was serious or not, that said, 
I think I'm gonna jump on the Cardinals this year, guys. <laughs> well, all right. Okay, so, we did get that text. So and, there never was a Phillies know, one. So I do. But but then I think but then I think you I rescinded do. that halfway during the season. So well, uh, so let, let me explain the situation here because I've gotten this a lot from because I I made the same announcement at work. Everybody knew me as a Nationals fan. You so jumped here, off here's, 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 like here's the story. So you there, jumped, there, there is okay. no jumping off of a yeah. Nationals bandwagon. Yeah, they, yeah. Okay. Jesse, there is no Nationals bandwagon until <laughs> now, and so. And, and, and to claim that now I'm jumping on them is is, I mean, erro- is erroneous. It. It's erroneous. <laughs> you were in okay. with the Expos, right? I, I so here, yeah. So here, so here's the here's he the deal. Here, here's the backstory, right? I so was raised. We're all we're all Central Illinois guys, or I am, I guess. Yep. Um, I'm you know, Northern Central. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm North Chicago, man. Right. He's right. Chicago slash rock slash. We're situated. We're situated Central Illinois now. 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 Essentially, and I am. Born and raised, um, you know, from here. So, but so growing up, we were we were a Car- area, we were yeah. yeah we were a Cardinals family fan base. Wow. My 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 dad was a Cardinals fan, and my mom's parents actually my my grandma and grandpa were big Cubs fans. And so my it's mom split, was a Cub, my mom was a Cubs fan. Here, yeah. Here. Yeah. So right in the middle. Yeah. And, and yeah, we're we're kind of equidistant to Chicago and St. Louis. And, and so, and so, but growing up, I was I was a Cardinals fan until about high school. I started making a lot of bad decisions, uh, and and I was you know the rebellious phase, right? And and you kind of just break away. And it's like I was raised on like Ozzy Smith and Ray Langford was my guy. Woo. Right, so I hated Ray so, Langford. Yeah, I liked Ray Langford. and so that's back in you know I, like I, when I think of the Cubs back then, it's Sean Dunstan and you know yeah. Sean Dunstan was my guy. That yeah. was my guy. That's why so, I played shortstop as a kid because Sean Dunstan. But it's like, Shout out. And, and I modeled my left-handed swing after Ken Griffey Jr. So uh, I was always kind of like a, pl- a fan of the players. You know, even now to this day, like I like certain players. You know, um, as and I, I I like them more than I like the team itself. I guess. Um, yeah, I'm that guy too, right? Because it, I'm that guy in basketball. I'm not that guy. I mean, I'm ride or die with the Bears and the Cubs and the Fighting. Well, Cubs. right, and, and so I guess I'm the, I'm kind of the same way. So, but anyways, I was I was raised on actually the the St. Louis Cardinals, right, for baseball, and the Dallas Cowboys. My dad was a big Cowboys fan, so I was Emmitt Smith, Jay Novacek, uh, Troy Aikman, Ooh. you know, all those guys, America's team, right? America's but team. but I got to a certain point in high school to when those guys didn't play for those teams anymore. Yeah. Right. So you know, Emmitt Smith, Emmitt Smith went to the Arizona Cardinals, and it's yeah. like I loved Emmitt Smith. You know, I also, but I also liked Barry Sanders at the time. It's just cool to see uh, you know these guys. And uh, so, anyways, in, in around around high school, you know, freshman year or whatever, I said, I said, screw this. I'm picking new teams for myself that I like. Uh, you know, and, and so I took all into consideration the bandwagon factor. Right. You can't you can't just pick who's hot in the in the you know. Late '90s. That means you'd be being crucified if you were a Yankees fan right now. Well, so the right. fact that you didn't pick the Yankees gives you some merit. Right. So, so what I went with was like bottom of the barrel type franchises because I want to see that Cinderella story. You know, I, I want to I want to see somebody go from like last place like down. You like and that out. Cinderella story? Yeah. You like that Expos? That yeah. The, the, upset, the There is no better team than that than the fucking Expos, the and they have cool. Jerseys. Right, right. Makes so, me think so of that Slurpees. Helps. Makes me think of Slurpees. That's that Expos uniform. Let me just say this: the Expos remind me like Tim Raines and Andre Dawson '80s Expos. That's I'm glad exactly you, I'm glad you said Tim Raines because Tim Raines also contributed to me be contributed to me being a White Sox fan, right? So, but Tim, oh wow! Tim so Tim Raines, so, six degrees of Tim Raines. Tim Raines was a left fielder <laughs> for the White Sox, and I had his glove. It was a black glove. It said Tim the Rock Raines. Remember the baseball glove that had the names written in the in the palm? You had a Tim. Raines I had a Tim glove. the Rock nice. Raines glove. So it all comes. So together he was an expo. Right? So carry on. Green. Yeah. So so at the time, all this stuff comes into play, right? Uh, the the bandwagon factor, the the cool jerseys. You know, you got to be able to to rep a team and like feel. Okay, wearing you oh know, yeah the colors and Les the, Los Expos the flag and yeah so you know it, it was kind of it, it was there it was this uh, <laughs> but you know so so yeah the Expos uh, um, you know just kind of they kind of spoke to me it was like nobody would ever consider you to be a bandwagon fan if you started liking the Expos in the late nineties are you I kidding got me? that I actually right? get that so, so you were, you become an Expos fan which turns into the Nationals it was it was more of a you know. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm a fan of the players. If you're talking to Vladimir Guerrero, 
you know, at the time. And, Vlad and, and Prime, Vlad the Impaler. You know, right. and I'm, I'm looking at all these under market or, you know, out of market, you know, teams. And it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to see what these guys are all about. And I just started following them more. And it's not to say that I didn't like the Cardinals, but, you know, I, I just started following and I, and I, I respect I, it though. I respect yeah. it though. Cause you got in on the ground floor. You know what I mean? So right. you, you got on a team and you're like, they might not be the best team, but I'm going to be there when they do get good. Yeah. Which is cool because when you get into, like, say you do, uh, I know some people right now that don't necessarily follow baseball. And they're like, I don't know, I wouldn't, you know, everybody wants me to be a Cubs fan or whatever. And I, I know uh, I worked with a guy and he, he he's, a, he's a big Chiefs fan. He used to live in Kansas City. And it's like... Rough so goings for a long time, but... Uh, huh? Rough goings for a long time yeah. being a Chiefs fan. Yeah, but... Nah, but Koye, so, bro? He's the bird? So now he's like, you know, does he, is he a Royals fan? You know, what does that mean? Who does he pick? And and so it's kind of cool getting into a new franchise and then like studying them and re- looking at their history, you know, because the, the Expos franchise goes back. And so then now I'm researching, you know, how did the Expos come? Right. And do you know the story? Do you know, how I, don't, Expos... I don't know how they came, but before you say that, who was the most obscure Expo of all time? Pedro Martinez. Oh, I don't know. No, I mean, no, absolutely not. I mean, he was that 94 team was stacked. stacked. I mean, with Randy Johnson, you, Pedro Martinez. Well, let's hear you, you can, most of yeah, the I mean, My guy. Everybody that played for the Expos. My guy, Pistol Pete Rose. Yeah. The most obscure Expo of all time. He had a, so, he had a, he had a cup of coffee in Montreal. It's kind of amazing to the guys, the, the, the careers that some people had. Yeah. And you find out they started with the Expos. But yeah. they were drafted by the Expos. You know, oh, yeah. There was um, a lot of guys that came from the Expos. I, it, I'm drawing a blank. I mean, Vlad Guerrero, what, did he retire five years ago? <laughs> I gotta sit on my fans. Yeah, but he team, played bro. for like 20 years or something. He dude. might still be rostered somewhere. He is. He's he's a DH in case, like you know, last case. Last case, he'll come in for that at bat. He's Lever- on Lever- my Mac at Mister 3000. Speaking of veterans, I mean, don't bring in a left-handed pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the number one fantasy player as far as prospects right now. Junior mm-hmm. over over Lewis Robert. Yep. Well, no, he's a real project, a a real prospect. Oh, is he a prospect now? After no, he's not. He's a fantasy baseball prospect. So, like, this is like Louis Robert starting center fielder. You're saying Guerrero Jr. is a prospect? Is a fantasy baseball prospect? Yes. As far as fantasy baseball, he doesn't he doesn't qualify in the baseball prospectus prospects anymore. Yeah, so, right, right. So when day. they say fantasy bait, when I say fantasy baseball prospect, like they have Wander Franco in there, but he's like down. He won't he's even not play, this play year. for a while. He yeah. won't play this year. So of the people that, like Eloy is second. Eloy Jimenez is According second. According to what, what ranking, what list are you talking about? It's like, uh, I can't even remember. I think it was Yahoo. Okay. I, I want to say it was Yahoo. But it had like, it listed like the, it basically was a list of young guys that are going to play this year. Where they rank, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So they're not yeah. prospects anymore, but they're young guys sure. that that were either rookies last year, or like maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. like not in the league that long. Vlad was number one, Elo was number two, and I don't remember. I probably should have looked at the rest of the list, but there was a lot of guys on there. And then like you get down to guys that might not even come up this year, but are good to right. get. If you're in a keeper league and Winder Franco is down there, guys like that. Especially like if we're in a minor league keeper. Yeah. Shout out to Shark G. Shout out. Like the most amazing fantasy baseball league you could ever put together. How long have you been running this thing? (laughs) You know what? 15 years, I think. He goes. Yeah. Two, I think. And I I drafted Miguel Cabrera when he was on the Marlins. So if that tells you anything. I can't. My first pick. My first, when when I entered the league. I still you and you know who was on my team? Uh-uh. Uh I no man. They, 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 no. Stud. Vic Martinez? No. Stud. Well, the only name I remember coming in and you're like, you? "Oh, dude, I'm going cuz cuz you gave me, you gave me no, you gave me this team." Was it Bryce Harper? No, I drafted Harper like oh, years yeah, before. Oh yeah, you drafted yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. drafted I drafted him and Chris Bryant like when like you years did. before you they even played and just stashed them on my bench for like two years. You stashed them before they even could. We even had yes. like a minor league spot. Yeah. He's like fucked your roster up by yes. doing that. But, for a ha- but and you I, did. I went all in on Harper and and you uh, got yourself Brian. a ship. You got yourself a ship. Did you get a ship? Yeah. Out of that. Okay. So you oh, rebuilt yeah. a juggernaut. Yeah. He, did. With your he went through the rebuild, like man. Three, three times. I'm there this and year. And he was in the championship yeah. three out of four years. Yeah. I think. Or I won my. Like I won the, the my division like three years in a row. I'm there this year. I'm. I am the. I finally won. I'm the. I'm the, I'm the Grizzly D. 
I'm the uh, the. Did you uh, not finish last place in the league last year? Uh, yeah, but no, no, <laughs> I didn't say. Were you in my division? division? No, not even close. You were in my division. He was seventh, I think. Yeah, he was seventh. I came on. Like, I started slow, and then I was like, I was oh, coming right. on. Yes, but I, and then I was. I was already well past you. Yes, I, I was, never looked I back. I was threatening for like the sixth spot for like a hot second, and then I just kind of fell off because I was playing all my young guys, and I was really, like, I brought up Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Senzel. And uh-huh. my guy Brendan Rogers, who played for a while, but this this next year is when I'm gonna is when I'm trying to All compete. Right. Like I'm the White Sox, like I'm the White Sox of the Windy Whoa. City Fallout right now, and it hurts me to say that. Like it's sacrilegious for me to say that. I realize it that. shouldn't be because that damn. Don't give me that, the White Sox baseball yet. I got Casey. Don't give me the White Sox baseball yet, man, because. But, Woo! Yeah, no. My yeah, first bro, year. the White Sox have been pummeling. They've been pummeling me with good news for like two months. Just an onslaught. Just an onslaught of like, here's That's another tasty crazy. treat. Lewis Roberts, six years with a two-year option after that. Locked this kid up till 2027. You got him going. We should call him Sox. You, you started him up. You shouldn't have. You, nah, man. Let's. So, Grizzly did, D, get me back down to... this path. I still right. want to hear. Right. I want to hear about what it was like being a Nationals fan, was, hearing that Harper's gone. It was like, story time, sure. Trying to stay being a Nationals fan, and then like you know, they started out pretty bad. They were like fourth. The Phillies were second. You're just like fuck, you know, Swiss division. But then you know, the Nationals got hot and started. I mean, what was this season like? Like. Because you did, you're like, fuck this, I'm going St. Louis at one point. Yeah. So, Britt, you, you, you told us how you got to the Expos. So right. I, I, got, I, I feel you. I'll bring you, you, went, you got to a point where you're like, I'm taking a team, and if you're picking the Expos, you're definitely not a bandwagon fan. You got it on the ground. And, and you, you got on the ground yep. floor. Yeah, you, you built them from the ground floor up. But but you did kind of for a minute, you were just like, fuck it, I'm done yep. with these guys. Like, so, so I'm. In, in a way, in a way, sure. And to answer the question, or maybe too, you weren't, but yeah. yeah uh, the the first team I ever took over that you were like, I'm giving you a good team. Here's you got a couple keepers because it was like that time. I think it was like eight keepers or whatever. And you only had one good player. But, no, the one that highlighted it was coming off of like the most amazing season ever was Ubaldo Jimenez. Oh my! And he, he was coming and he, off the crazy. Oh, wow. He fucking tanked I remember that, that next year. He did tank that next year. He did tank. But that he was that was like next. my my first year. He, but yeah, you bought the women. Wow. Yeah. He, that season he did have was one of the most amazing for the Rockies. That might be right? the best yeah. Rockies season they might have ever had. I mean, from a starting pitchers, look yeah. that up. Where's the stats guy? I, yeah. yeah. We're gonna, Jimmy Z's on. Isaiah. Jimmy. Isaiah. Zay. Get in there. Zay Strong. All right. So, uh, so yeah. So anyways, um, all right. So, so Harper gets traded. Well, so so with the Nationals, I followed them for. I, I've I've been a fan since, like I said, late late nineties. I was a I was an Expos fan. We moved to Washington. I remember Ryan Zimmerman hitting like a walk off homer in like the first home game. Ryan Zimmerman in, was in, guy in was Nationals. Guy. Yeah. So Zimmerman was my guy from the start. He's yeah. the first first uh, pick by the Nationals organization. Uh, you know, love that guy. Just a stand-up guy. Oh yeah, he's been um, stud for a long time. Same with basement. same with Strasburg. Drafted him. I was really high on Strasburg. You know, he did build that team up. Yep. And yeah. and you know, then you see was Strasburg uh, before Harper. Yeah. And so, yep. but then you get Harper, and he's Harper's hyped up in in high school, right? Yep. He's in yep. he's in Sports Illustrated. Hitting four hundred bombs, four hundred foot bombs, just in high school as a sixteen. He played junior college like a broke record as a sixteen or seventeen for like one year. Yeah, early to get into the draft. He right? hit thirty four yep. bombs in junior college, and that was like twenty more than the next closest ever. Yeah, he hit he hit like the <laughs> longest <laughs> the longest home run in like. Texas, wherever the Rangers play yeah. in the Rangers Arlington stadium. Park, yeah. yeah, during like a tryout. Yeah, right? like he hit some some massive. Oh bomb. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah. So I mean, the hype was real with, with Harper, right? And so so Harper comes on, and, and things are looking good for the Nationals. And it's 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 crazy to see somebody go from worst to first, right? Yeah. And so and so I'm following the the Nationals, and here we are, you know, 20 years later, right? For me, um, and you know, tr- not. Harper not re-signing with the Nationals is whatever. I compare that to like Pujols. It's like, fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you look back at Pujols like over the past ten years. You had Harper like, for seven seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But but even Pujols like the amount of money that he made like in the last ten years is crazy. You wouldn't. He's like in the top ten of all pro and athletes. He hasn't done shit. And he hasn't done shit for like three years. Yeah. Right. I mean, at least. Yeah. yeah. Like he hasn't. So he hasn't. Bottom barrel. Has he even made the playoffs? 
the Angels? No, I don't think so. Since yeah, right. I think they. I think actually, Tim Stanley made playoffs. That's all. Oh, Tim! Wow. Ninety-five. But but shout out, yeah. Pujols contract might have single-handedly crippled the Angels for like a five to six year freaking win. And you might see that with the Phillies. I you mean, might see that. With the, the, nah, Phillies, the Phillies nah. got a lot of money, but but that's a massive contract. It is, too. but Harper's way younger than Pujols was. But but Pujols that's was that's was a lot more. Difference. I mean, I don't know. Well, Pujols they, thirty. He was thirty one when he got that, and they, they gave him a ten year to forty one. Right. right? I'm almost positive it was like thirty one to, and they gave him a ten year to forty one, and everybody was like, "It's crazy." <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't earn that. Con- that was a crazy contract because he was never going to be able to live up to that. They were just paying for like the first couple of years, and then let's hope we get something here. Kind of like the Miguel Cabrera, because Miggy signed his big contract, and he ha- he won the triple crown, and now he's got like four years on the back end, but they're not getting anything. Yeah. So they got to live with what they got for the first six years, and I think they'll take that. I think they'll take yeah. that trade off. Yeah. With Miggy, but so same with the Nationals. I think that you know the Nationals looked at that and they're like, okay, we gave Harper a qualifying offer. He didn't take it. He wants to go. You know, he's looking at other factors, right? He's looking to settle down. This is ten years. You know, he's he's just now entering his his early twenties. You know, his mid twenties. He's looking to establish a family and he's looking at all these different things. Right? Yeah. Okay. So more, more power to him. Getting into that. Right. He wants to live in Philly for you know his. You know, I don't think he wants to live in Philly. Oh, That's he he picked he picked where he wanted to live. But they were they offered him the most years and shit. So did I mean yeah. Harper so, could have went anywhere. In, in Harper could have went anywhere up front, up front because you tell me if Harper's agent doesn't call an organization and give him like a reasonable offer, he's not going there. Harper could have went anywhere he wanted. And that's the thing with like the I think I and like, I may I be wrong about this, years. but with the Strasburg contract that he just signed with the Nationals, is he Harper got the money up front, right? And to where Strasburg's is like deferred for yeah. years and years, right? Yeah. And I think that's they they gave Harper a similar offer. But the money was deferred, and he wanted it more up front, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the money was still there. He could have gone anywhere. He could have gone to Seattle, you know, if he wanted to, or or Chicago to play for the Sox. But like you said, he if he calls him up and says, "See, that's who I, I wanted him to." I wanted Strasburg to come into the. Oh, Sox. Strasburg! Yeah. I wanted Strasburg coming to the Sox this year. By the way, uh, okay. I, I haven't talked to you since this went down, but that's and, who I was hoping was coming. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a homer, I guess, when it comes to Strasburg, but. But how do you it's just dismiss Strasburg and say that Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in the league when Strasburg doesn't do it for longer? And he got he just I mean he's World Series and, MVP and the right? season he was yeah and he yeah, was he yeah. had a better season I and mean, he's sometimes I mean, he's you find always, that's a hype that's a hype that's like a hype conversation that happens in sports right Garrett Cole's carrying this big hype you know that you know because Houston picked him up brought Houston back to the playoffs he's the big guy that everybody wanted right so it's just Fuck like Garrett a hype Cole. thing. But if but now. and you can and you, and you can add, you can ask Wolfman when when free agency hit and you know the offseason hit I was like I want Strasburg fuck Gary Cole yeah I said that right off the bat I was like if if the Sox are going after one of the big guys between them I was like I want Strasburg over Cole ten times out of well and and I mean they're both filthy yeah, you know you're gonna take whoever yeah I think you're Cole's gonna, gonna regress though because I think the Astros would cheat. Like I don't think the, I think the Astros they were like doing all kinds of shit. Their pitchers, their spin rate adds up, or their spin rate. You got this guy going on spin rate. Multiplies every single time. Any pitcher that goes there is better, no matter how old they are. I don't think they met a needle that they didn't like down yeah. there. And then they're stealing. They're doing like they're, banging drums in the. They're banging in the drums, hallway. and you can't tell me they're not doing anything with pitchers. <laughs> like you can't tell me they're not doing that shit with pitchers somehow. Like they're getting like. You know, they're stealing, like, something. Like, they're doing, like, the Belichick, like, the super cheat shit yeah. with the binoculars. Yeah. Figuring out a way to get an advantage. Because there's no way Justin Verlander could go to the Astros. Suck for the Tigers his last year. Injury prone. Like, right there with Jose Quintana. And then go to the Astros at 35 and just start dominating again. Something's up there. Same thing with Garrett Cole. Like, Kyle Schwimmer put his ass in the fucking river in the wild card game. He goes to the Astros and starts <laughs> dominating. Something's going on. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Strasburg is better. But so, anyway, but, so, that's how I feel about so, it. So, is Houston going to suck this year? I mean, they won't suck, but are they going to like, regress, right? They, here's the thing. There's got to be some regression. Well, I mean, yeah. They can't cheat anymore. 
Eric, they they gotta really find it. Like, how how much did they get from cheating? Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. And then they're not gonna be able to do it unless they find a way to do it. Uh, and they don't. They won't be able to Cole. do it. And they're right. gonna be really. And being they don't watched. have twenty games they in the season. They don't have Garrett Cole. And the thirty or however many starts he gets. You know, who, who? Yeah, that team might struggle this year. They I might. mean, they still have Bregman and those guys, yeah, but right. but who? They well, they're down. They're down it. Cole and Keiko from their uh, World Series team. Yeah. And Masnerick signed somewhere. He's gone, but yeah, they needed. That. It just depends on how much they benefited from the the fucking garbage can taps, because they're not going to be able to do it again. They're going to be getting watched, eagle eye, yeah. commissioner's office, everybody. Fans are going to be like, every time they hear a little ding tap, I never. When it, what are, they were doing garbage can taps, <laughs> garbage can taps. Yeah, they, tell so me like they hey, were, tell me what they were doing. So they had a camera on the signs. Right, and they had the monitor in the clubhouse, and they were stealing the signs. So then, when the catcher would put the signs down, they would tap. So if it was an off-speed pitch or like a curveball or whatever, a slider out in a way, tap twice. If it was a fastball, tap once or something like that. That is like how do you tell the batter with the taps? They're like, hey. Tap twice for for an off speed pitch. Oh, oh, I, oh, I got it. So they they were stealing the sign. Fastball is a, is a C is a G minor. <laughs> that is a huge advantage. There was a whistle going on. That oh, is a yeah, huge absolutely. Like, like, they showed they showed Bregman just launching, just hitting a bomb. Like tap tap. If you know bomb. an off speed pitch is coming, it's it's not effective like almost seventy five percent of the time. If you know it's coming, they show. If you can wait on an part of an off speed video. pitch is a lure, is you don't know if that thing's about to breeze by your ass. Mm-hmm. So if you know it's coming, exactly. There's video proof of them cheating. Like they had the Damn. upper hand in a lot of those at bats. You don't know how much it happened. So I just experienced disappointment and didn't look at it. I figured I'd check it out on the baseball. To answer your question, so go ahead. they. I don't think they're going to be as good. Yeah, there's going to be some Verlander. They're going to have. They're going to be getting watched closely now. Verlander's going to have to not be as dominant as he has been either. They don't have Cole. Um, yeah, how old is? What's Cole? going on with Lance McCullers? I don't even know. Like he just fell off the face of the earth. Like a I year think he ago. got like back to back, back to back TJ, back to back Tommy know. John. Like he got the surgery, came back. He got the surgery, pitch. came back, and then he kept going through like little injuries that were like lingering. Like he threw off the high mound. I don't know. Yeah, he kept like he yeah he was like near in return and then like a setback. Like McCullers last 2019 season. That guy's still alive. Some is he pitching in like the the Arizona or the uh, independent league somewhere? That's a maybe. He was supposed to be a not. stud. Maybe maybe not. Too many. Too All right, Grizz. Too many hot let, beef injections. Let's get All back right. on this. So you didn't All really right. care that they got rid of Bryce Harper. No. You said let's see what's next. Well, because you got you got to but see. You all, okay, you go got ahead. to see some flashes of Juan Soto last year, right? God, that guy's the, the year before coming, you know. Juan Soto, right? Is being a, called up and, and things like that. So, so you know that like your your outfit was pretty good defensively. You're actually maybe getting a, a you know. A slight boost defensively. Oh, Eaton's a monster. In right? The and you get Eaton back, right? Because Eaton's healthy Eaton. now. And and so you you knew going in that you were fine losing Harper. Um, and it, it, I mean, so anyway, so going into this season, right, I did, I did say, you know, it's really hard. Um, you guys don't really get this because you're Bears and Cubs and White Sox fans that live, you know, in central Illinois. They're on local TV. It's really hard to follow out-of-market teams. And, you know, like, I, I had DirecTV baseball package for the Nationals, for, for Masson, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I recorded the games, and I would come home from, from work, and I'd watch them, you know, DVR games. Just Damn. Yeah. Like, that is dedicated. Yeah. So, but, but obviously that baseball package is pretty expensive, you know? And so, I like, had one year. It is things that you had to go through to be able to support an out-of-market team is difficult and so i was you know i scaled it back and i don't watch i don't i don't look at the newspaper every day to see the standings or i don't even watch sports center right every day because i don't have cable <laughs> you know i don't yeah i'd I, I cut the cord and and uh so right so i, I don't watch sports center i don't really follow <laughs> like to get my news you know i'm i do fantasy baseball i do fantasy football that's about it you know i'm reading kind of players updates but i don't I don't go out there sometimes. Occasionally, Not night deep in it. Right. So with baseball, I mean, I love baseball and I, I love, you know, watching. I, 
I would take watching a baseball game, you know, on TV. Like some people hate it. I don't understand that. Like I don't want to. I don't want to speed the game up. I don't want you know pitch uh, counts or clocks. You know, like uh, don't put thirty seconds on the clock or whatever. Like, We're purists, man. There's a lot of no, people. Yeah, it's a new era. Like they can't keep the attention span is like if it's really three and a half way. hours. It's three and a half hours. I don't give a shit. You know, just because part of the game. Don't try to make it. You know, three hours. Like, what does that matter? You know, so <laughs> you know the intentional walk. I think is 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 a decent rule. You know, it, it does. It, it takes a little bit, of, but how it takes often, away from some trickery options. Yeah, but how often know. did you see like a wild nah, pitch nah, on a? Nah, maybe nah. sometimes, but you know. Anyways, what I don't like is like throwing two pitches that are clearly out of the zone, and then they didn't bite on it, and they're like, "All right, yeah, just send them first." You know, like after two pitches, like you should know if you're trying to walk a dude, just put them on first. You yeah. know, but so anyways, so being that uh, being that I wasn't as close to um, you know. Baseball, like I said, with, without it, it's really hard to follow that team uh, out of market. So um, I, I did say, you know, it's much easier. My, my wife's a Cardinals fan, big Cardinals fan. Her family's a Cardinals fan. My dad's a Cardinals fan. You know, my family. So it was just easier for me to be like, all right, you know, I'm like, we are just all Cardinals fans, and and we, my so, wife. My, so so you just said I'm gonna join you the took, pack. You took the Bryce Harper opportunity to join the family. No, yeah, none of, of none of my decisions. Like you saw Bryce Harper didn't factor into anything. Like I still like Bryce Harper as a player. I think I think that he's a good player. So I got I like Bryce I have several Bryce Harper rookie cards. I root cards, for that guy. Right. I like it. I, I invested some guy. money in some rookie cards. Like I, I'm a card collector. I got a lot of Harper, Strasburg. You know, just like like I, I like him as a player and I respect what he did. But it didn't just make me be like, oh fuck the Nationals. You know what I mean? Like so, tell me how. The Nationals won the World Series without the highest-paid player in the game. Uh, how, how did the Nationals win the World Series losing the player that got the, the most money in the offseason? That is Juan amazing. Because Juan Soto, dude. And they picked up Patrick Corbin. Rendon. You know? And Rendon, Rendon stepped up big time. I mean, it, it, it is, it's the same with anybody else. You get hot at the right time. They snuck into the playoffs mm-hmm. and they made the most of it. Yeah, but but True there's that. a stat that True says that. there's a stat that says from like the last there was struggle bus the first. No, time. there's a stat that says from like June something mm-hmm. till the end of the season, like the last three eight, and a half months of baseball. And, they have the best record. They're eighteen and thirty-four, or something like that. They, yeah, they were ten ga- They were like ten games under. And for like the last, they three, almost lost a wild card game, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like they were losing in like the eighth inning or something. Like oh that. yeah, like they had to come back, back big. Clock. And the right fielder, Trent Grisham from yep. Milwaukee, made a blunder of all blunders, yep. so like a bases loaded yep. triple or something. Like so that. they almost <laughs> lost that game. So they and barely, then after that, they just got freaking they just hot and shit. Yeah, they were like I coming mean, back in that game with their balls on fire. Uncle Mo is dangerous. Uncle Mo is real. Oh yeah, for sure. Hundred percent, thousand percent. Momentum is a momentum is a good, like a, a real thing. Absolutely, even, you can even feel going it. To, like you can feel it sometimes. Even like, going into like the World Series and thinking about, you know, they just they just swept the Cardinals, right? And so, riding lovely. riding high on that emotion, your family hated it. Was that like? Were you at odds with them? You Did know, you you were, you know were you back a hundred percent with the Nationals in the playoffs? N- it. <laughs> they can tell. They can tell that it's like you said that you're rooting for the Cardinals now, but then the Cardinals play the Nationals, and it's like you're you true colors. Yeah, you. They they knew, but either way, I'm like, okay, one of these teams is going to the World Series. You know what I mean? So I'm cool with I'm cool with either way. I would much rather win prefer, win for this I would guy. Much rather prefer the Nationals because they've never been and all this. I mean, they didn't even they had never won a, a playoff series, right? Isn't that right? I think so. So I think that is right. A big thing, Strasburg and Scherzer. You got that one two yeah. punch? Yeah. You can fucking do it. Scherzer's nasty. Scherzer's so like Scherzer's it, it, filthy. I don't know if I can say face off. Like underrated, get... but but he doesn't get the a lot of the credit that he deserves. I could have never like, imagined he would have been as good as he's been for as long as he's been since he left the Tigers. Yeah. I had him when he was on the Tigers. I know. He, he was good. I think he won a Cy Young like his last he year. He was good on the Tigers. 
But I actually he was no, good but, on the Tigers but for I was like gonna, four years. But I was gonna say after being mediocre for two or something. He wasn't as good as he is now when no. he first started with the Tigers. He I, wasn't at I all. rode him out and rode him out waiting for him because everybody's like, he's gonna be really good, he's gonna be really good. Scherzer was high strike. So I kept him for like three years and then home like, runs. And I finally dropped him, and then that's when he turned it on. So I might take a little credit for Max Scherzer's like <laughs> that's the story of my life, though. Max I'll, I'll drop somebody and drop his ass. It, I held that guy for three years, man. And he was good, but not who he was supposed to be. And then he blew up. Like, in the second I dropped him, he was like he was the best pitcher of his era. Why not? And, you, and that is Grizzly D. That is that is your MO. Yeah. You'll drop a guy, and then blows up. Oh, and, and also... If he he I, can feel it. He feels that little tingle. But I know I see the potential like, I in these guys. I, I know that these guys are going to be good. I'll pick them up, and they'll, they'll, I just won't have room for them. And then I'll drop them, and somebody else will pick them up in the... And the same is true. Somebody could be on a fucking thirty-game hitting streak, and I pick them up in the first day. They go over <laughs> five, three strikeouts. And, I don't play those numbers, you know? dude. If somebody's too hot, I, I if somebody's too hot for too long, I won't pick them up because I know they're due to fucking fall off. Yeah. So sorry to that. That's got to go into the strategy. That's strategy one-on-one right there. Yeah. I'm the guy. I think it's well noted, especially in our league. I'm definitely the best. You know, arguably the best uh, drafter of all time. Far as, as far as the, the minor league draft, so I I do have a good eye for talent. Just throwing that out there. You're talking to a guy that, that drafted Harper two years before he even played in the majors. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Bryce Harper. I mean, everybody, like, I would have drafted Bryce Harper. I'm the mid-season scout. You had, like, 16 chances to draft him, though. Yeah, okay, okay, I got you. That's fair. But everybody knew Harper was going to be good. Same with, I same drafted with, Ben Intendi when he was the 56th prospect in base. I do like Ben Intendi. So he same wasn't with, even in the top. He wasn't even in the top one. Like I passed. I had to pass over like 30 guys who are middling right now in high A in the fucking Arizona Fall League to get Ben Intendi, and Ben Intendi's a beast and in the majors right now. Also, Borderline All Star. I also got Chris Bryant in the last round of our draft the year before he blew up too. So see, but you, that's. Yeah, you're right. I thought about drafting. See, I don't draft them in the regular draft, I'll, but I will sell out to get four minor league draft picks, mm-hmm. or or pick them up. He does. He'll keep like two minor league. Mm-hmm. I've been rebuilding for like five years. I am the white side. <laughs> I am the side, dude. But this is the year. This is now. It's time to go. Now it's go time. Time to win. Now I gotta stop. As soon as Casey Mize comes up, like the rest of the league's in trouble. That's, that's just. Oh, I'm trying to say so, it's so gonna tonight. get ugly, and hopefully, I have the same people in my division because we're gonna see the shift in power. So, Mark Casey Mize. Uh, I thought about the you want me in your division. Wolfman is endorsing Casey Mize all the way right now. No, no. Were you, you want, in my division? You want me in your division again this well, year? Did you win? Oh uh, no. Beat that I out. mean, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, yeah. Let's run it back. I might bring Bleacher Bones back in my division. Did you win it last year? No, you won it last year. This first oh, guy. He won it for the first time in like 17 years. Like his, he finally won his own league. Commissioner finally, finally did it. Commissioner finally. Don't, yeah, I like. I like. Don't take not to say that you hadn't made the ship before, because I think oh, I've been in the championship like nine times. <laughs> and, like playing me in the championship was the best thing you could have done that year, because well, I think I did once. I mean, Clayton Kershaw was in the championship five times, you just lose it, which is like the same thing that happens in like the real world. So I like feel so bad for that guy because multiple times I was like, I at least got to you blew your load. Bro. I at least have to give Clayton Kershaw a championship because. The real world is kidding. harsh on this guy. It's real harsh on this Who's guy. Bring him in in the eighth inning. The, <laughs> dude, that, speaking of the, uh, that, speaking of the commish, dude, I love because he's got so many things to do, and, like, he waits till, like, the last week before the draft, and he starts scurrying, like, shooting off the group tags. Yeah. <laughs> I need the keepers. <laughs> Running the league, dude, I'm still trying to collect money from, like, baseball season. You know, and here we're nearing the end of football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tough, man, running a running. I still I still owe somebody money. I think I owe, I think I owe Stu. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just a tally. Like, yeah, it's coming on. He, he can make up shit, and he'd be like, yeah, I gave you $50, and you owe me $40. Right, he could. He'd be like, you owe me $500 uh-uh. from like Everything that I do in my leagues dude. is documented on them message boards, gentlemen. Yep. You can see it all. No, I, 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 I you owe me three grand. Yeah. <laughs> From 2012. Yeah, bro. You haven't paid in 15 years. <laughs> you won once. So that, like, I did win once. You're the guy that says, all right, double or nothing. Yep, double or nothing this year, too. 
Yeah, keep double or nothing every time until you until try to I win. win. Until yeah. I win, and then I'm out. Yeah, yeah. until I break even. <laughs> yeah. So just put me down no, that's for double or nothing until that I is, win. That is my strategy at the blackjack table, though. Really? Why wouldn't that be your strategy at the blackjack table? That's what I've always wondered. If you're going to play blackjack, why wouldn't you just keep doubling down? Because at some point, you lose everything you have. True, but what are the chances of that? Like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. My God. Don't. All right. <laughs> Don't listen to that advice on, on gambling. If you start off at the five dollar <laughs> table, what are the odds of losing money? If you start off at the five dollar table and you double down, you're gonna you're not gonna lose any money. That's all I'm saying. Wait, double down is different than. I'm saying like if you lose five dollars, then throw two, then throw ten on there. Yeah. Double or nothing. Yeah. Then throw ten in there. Then if you lose then, that, then go twenty. Then if you lose that, go forty. Eventually, you're gonna win. You're losing more than that. Well, yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, I wait a minute. You are losing more than that. Wait, that strategy doesn't work at all, does yeah. it? Well, I mean, wait a minute. Yeah, it does. No, because five. This and is 10, getting ugly. We need to break these numbers down. Five and this is getting ugly. Five, five and then ten, and then it'd be that's 15. fifteen. Yeah. So then you lose twenty. That's thirty-five. But you you win forty. Right? Yes. So you're actually coming out ahead if you double down. You'd be stupid not to do that. No. Listen I mean, to me no. for your gam- Come to me for your you, gambling no, advice. No, you break even. We just, we just ran truly... the numbers. Everybody heard it. We'll play the tape back. You're coming out ahead $5. I need you to break you yourself. Down. You just bring lost, yourself back 15 You lost all credibility as as the gambling man by Listen saying that you... Yeah. So what? Let's... I, let's, I kind of want to do... Did, well, who has the well, most appearances as a reliever in Expos Nationals history? There's a trivia question on SportsCenter right wow, now. Wow, real time. Real time, Washington. Tim Burke, baby, let's go. Tim Burke, Tyler Clifford second, Mel Rojas third. Tim yeah, Burke, I, I never, never would have guessed. Exposed. Clifford was the man. Yeah, Clifford, he was good. Clifford was solid, and he never got the chance to close. He was always the setup man for Drew Storm and you know some other guys. They just like this role that he could just come in and shut some shut an inning down. I mean, he he could one or two, you know, sometimes When you he, when he you get faith in innings. a guy that you can bring in in like a jam and that can shut an inning down, it's like it, it might be hard to bring him out of that position, yeah. you know, and like yeah. so you might not want to designate him to that closer role because it's like that's a dude that in the 6th inning like you know, out. if we're up 3 to nothing and then all of a sudden it's first and third with one out I can bring Clippard in, and he can keep that game us mm-hmm. up three to nothing instead of get, making it three to two or tying that game. Like, that's a useful guy to have. That's what the and Brewers do. Clippard was that's what the Brewers. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They bring him in in the, the highest leverage situation. If it's a seventh, I mean, eighth, or ninth. Well, What's, but but would he, would he be as effective bringing him in as a ninth? You know, maybe maybe not. It depends because a lot of times you start the ninth with a clean inning. So is it more valuable to have a guy that can clean up a mess? Oh, I'm with you. I'm just saying. You know, well, not no, no, no. All, not I'm, all great I'm not relievers. saying you should be with me. I'm asking the question. Should your most dominant pitcher be the guy that can clean up a mess or the guy that closes the game? Or are there guys that you know are what? better at different fucking things, man? Yeah. Like, or what? That. Yeah. That's what coaching comes down to. Yeah. Like, because, you know, there was serious that, you know, fine, we'll go to Cubs. There's serious stats that when you brought John Lester in a mid-inning, he was like a horrible pitcher. Like, that was a dumb move. I know well, exactly there was, what you're talking there about. Was hor- Fuck that move. I'm not saying anything about any move, but I'm saying John Lester specifically had numbers on him that if you came in with like a dude on base, Why would you his ERA was like 40-something, and if he started an inning clean, it was like under three or under yeah. two. And a, like, it was like historically like... This guy has a tendency that you shouldn't flirt with. And yeah, yeah, right. you know, yeah. But right. I'm just saying. Any, if you would bring that guy in with a guy on base, that's the dumbest move in the history. Of, but that's what coaching I don't is. understand why being, anybody being would do able that. to design, He's being a good able pitcher, but. to coach your team towards who's better in those situations. All right, you guys want to talk about some football? Yeah, because yeah, we're, yeah. we're running up against it right now. We yeah. got about we are. We got no, about right. Fifteen minutes, and I, we're going. I do want to make sure that I satisfied the question though about oh, how, yeah. how I, the, what, what happened. Make sure what give, happened. give us that give us that fucking bullet point that we the, the rundown with Harper. Did I did I help explain? Did I? I was just kind. Of, I was. I mean, I want you to close out real quick because I was more more. Give us want, some I was more give wanted us some to hear like the transition. Who like you know it's like well, he said because, it had nothing to do with because most people thought they got rid of Harper the Nationals are gonna suck they're going to back and have to rebuild yeah. right especially in the division so I was more curious like 
Like, what was it like seeing them start to, like, make that move and start winning? And, like, did you believe in them and, and think that they were going to be able to make a run? And, or, or when did that, you know what I mean? Like, that that's more the transition I was curious yeah. about, like, and in I, that situation. Because they were, you get rid of your best guy and then load him for $300 million, you don't do that planning to go and win the World Series the next year. Like, I don't know if that's ever happened. I don't know if that's ever happened. Yeah. That's so, never how Like, when, I don't think that could happen in any sport. Well, I don't... Oh, we've sure. never handed out these size contracts. So, I mean, yeah. Well, course, I'm saying, like, the highest paid guy leaves the team and they win it all? Isn't that, like, the whole basis of, uh, like, Moneyball or... But no. I, no, no kind, but not kind, the highest, kind, though. Kind of, but I think that says a lot about Harper. Like, you know... Did Harper drag winning, that team no, down? No, no. That's, 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 that's a fair question. Winning DNA is something. Like, and I, well, I, it's, I a, it? it's a magical thing in sports. Like, I have some championship DNA. Like, was, club, was, clubhouse there, morale. was there things that Harper did in the clubhouse that brought that team flip. down? Or, like, they Too got rid of hair? Did, like, they get rid of Harper and they had, yeah, no real, they had no real leader, right? And they were just a bunch of dudes who wanted to play ball and, like, no pressure, nobody trying to lead. And everybody was able to just be like, what's his name? Maybe Harper, kill him. maybe the cloud, <laughs> yeah. maybe the cloud, the shadow of Harper was. That's why I tried to kill them. I think he was a fucking clubhouse. But I mean, asshole. seriously though, you think about this, and it's like, okay, with Harper out of there, there's not this expectation that mm-hmm. this young guy is going to lead us to victory. You got guys like Howie Kendrick stepping up, who are actual veterans. Dude, home know? run off the foul pole. Yeah. Game yeah. fucking. But seven. even like all season, right? You you think about the now the veterans. You got more. You know, and I'm I'm 100% certain that Ryan Zimmerman is the leader of that clubhouse. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's his Oh, yeah, team. he's the guy. That's his team. Him, yeah. and, him and Strasburg. He and... puts a big hammer in, a bitch, <laughs> and he's the fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. You don't tell him shit, he tells you what's going but on. So he's some, a leader, but, like, he's some... not the stud best player, right? So I doubt he's right. arrogantly going around acting like I'm better than you and you got No, not at right? all. He's yeah. not They that. didn't have none of that, dude. Right. That's why Rendon just, like, was able to, like... Be fucking Rendon. Yeah, I can see Rendon. Yep. You know, and, that, and like just Adam Eaton comes there, another veteran ball. who's just like, I'm just here to play ball. Exactly. And, I'm here to. Grind and the fact that Eaton was injured up. so much, he was probably just jacked up to be on the field, right? Yeah. So that probably added to the little extra spice in him, because Adam Eaton might have been their most important player in the playoffs. He had some fucking clutch hits and home runs. Yeah. And Spoken I'm not gonna. Like right, I'm there. not gonna say it's the most. I mean. I didn't even think about You're that. You're not lying, though. But I'm saying Eden had cl- how many home runs did he have in the playoffs, and even in the World Series? I think he had two or three in the, he had a nice in the World Series. No, Adam Eden's a grinder that every team needs. He just, I mean, he's like great in the field. You look great at his leader. He had some stolen bases and some. He was just, yeah, he was just doing things. There's the whole something time, about dude. Adam Eden I don't like. But I think there was even a play at home with Adam Eden that like he changed the game. Like he like. Had a crazy slide or something. What like do you? Can I get your opinion? Why did they pull Granky in the fucking? Was that the dumbest move of all time? Probably. Oh, Next yes. pitch, yes. first pitch, Kendrick put it off the foul yes. pole. Yes. It and was. I was like, oh my god. It was. See, that was an overcoaching thing, man. He wouldn't even like he hadn't given up. I don't, he didn't give up anything no. yet, right? He just no. given up one a bad walk, pitch. Right? One yeah, bad, one bad. One pitch. Like bad broke pitch. up the no-no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's something you do in the regular season. You're going for okay. You're limiting this guy. You're talking about the last game, game of the season that this guy is going to pitch. They yeah. pulled him for who? Who was it? At like who came at like 85 in? I pitches. I don't remember. That guy. Probably it was probably the hater. I bet you hater came no, in and got for the Astros. Yeah, oh, no. oh, yeah. Uh, Harris? That's what I, yeah, I was thinking Harris. Man, yeah. I think I it was Harris. him, and he came in and yeah, came with the first pitch off the foul pole the yeah, second that Granky came out of the game. Yeah. If he doesn't do that, I don't And then think it was like 3-2, right? Him. That wasn't even, like, they didn't even go up then. They were up like 3 nothing or something. And that's the thing, is like, okay, you gave up a base runner. Like, that might be something you do in the regular season, is pull this guy. It's exactly what Madden did, though. You Are you about to go rip a rally eater? We got 15 minutes. We got to do the football rundown. Oh, he's got this guy's head call. Um, yeah. So hopefully I answered the the questions because I know I'm you know some some people that I know that are looking for this answer might might listen to this and and they might hopefully this helps to explain my situation and you know people did want I, to know did I say yes I'm gonna I'm gonna support the Cardinals because. You know they're they're more of a local team, and and my entire family is is a Cardinals fan base. Yeah, absolutely. But when it came down to the playoffs, and and 
what what G was talking about, like mid season, you know, did I start to oh they're they're you know they're hot and no so I didn't get back on I, because, because nobody could see me. I'm just gonna sneak back. I mean, in. I'm not the type of guy that halfway through the season is gonna say, hey, if the Nationals win out, they're winning the fucking Super Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> like you did with the Bears, you know, six weeks ago or whatever. They would have won out. Yeah. They would have won. Well. You that, don't, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not the guy that's like, oh, they win a couple games, and then I'm like, oh, shit, they're the best team. Because I'm I'm thinking, you know, well, I've seen it happen. They've made the playoffs, and they've not been able to, you know, so you just kind of make the playoffs and see what happens. And and once they got to the playoffs, then it's like they have a legitimate shot. They have a really good They had a really good roster, team, man. Yeah. They're way better than I thought they were. Yeah. They have tons of fucking weapons everywhere. Yeah. They have tons of pitching. So... But, uh, you know, anyways, that's kind of the story of how it came to be moving forward. And I'm, am I going to be more of a Nationals fan? No. Did I get a, a Nationals World Champion hat and shirt? And hell yeah, I did. You know, like, I, of course I'm going to get that swag. So you don't know if you're going to be a Nationals fan next year? Oh, it's not that I'm not a Nationals fan. Like, you, you don't just be a fan of a team for, you know, 20 years and then just up and leave and don't ever especially like, when they win a world series i was so happy to see strasburg re-sign with them because that means that he's like he's gonna be nationals for life you know and and just to, to know that like those so are who, guys. who are you going into next year who opening day who are you rooting for i have multiple teams i have i have multiple wow. guys yeah but he's got a family credence and he hasn't like he hasn't hated on that right? the cardinals yeah so, I mean, I just they're they're they're. He's got, he got tons of you got a couple chances. He's to, rolling on a he's rolling on. It's a like the end. It's like it's like you said with the NBA. You know, do you like? I'm a fan teams? guy in the NBA for sure. I'm a I'm a Bulls fan, like, I but I also Bulls like fan. some players. There's gonna be a White Sox segment I was, coming up here, but it's not today. Man. I was I was uh, I was kind of a you know I was a Lakers fan. I was a Kobe fan. I made the transition from Phil Jackson being bull to the Lakers, and then I start watching you know the Lakers, and I'm getting into the Lakers, and now you get LeBron, and I'm like I'm out. I don't really like LeBron. Yeah, I don't. I, it's not that I, I love LeBron. Re- it's not that I don't respect I'm him. LeBron guy. I just you are I'm not I'm not a LeBron guy. So I never have been. So it's like I feel like I can't. I don't I don't really I'm not gonna. It's not that I don't like the Lakers or I don't. I want LeBron to win seven championships. Well, what do you guys think the best player in the NBA is right now? LeBron James. Are we talking about if I need to win one basketball game today? Or are we talking about st- like fantasy stats? No, I'm saying who do you think is the guy you want on your team right now? That, okay, let me phrase. Yeah, franchise. The best. Play, the franchise best no, I'm just saying who's the guy you want Gian- on your team right Giannis. now? Luka, I'll take that. Luka Doncic, man. Doncic. Don. How do you say it? Doncic? Yeah. That's the dude I want. I, love I don't that care guy. how I say it. I prefer the way you I say love, it. I love that Luka? guy. And Luka Doncic has like the hottest mom. Luka Doncic does in that. basketball. Hey, there's a great story about him too with uh, yeah. that kid. So. Yeah. Yeah. Luka Doncic is, is the man. He's a I just guy. wanted to throw that out there for sports fans. No. That guy is the man. Upstanding yep. dude also. He's only like 20 years old too. Oh yeah. But he's got the slowest step back. That I've ever seen. Yeah, but it's on smooth. A basketball yeah, but it's smooth. Oh, it's smooth. It's smooth. Silky smooth, bro. Every time I see it, I'm like, how can they not defend that? It's like because it's he like, can take to the ball. He can like take the ball to the rim. It's slow, yeah. dude. Yeah. But he can take the ball to the rim so effectively. Like they have to respect that so much that like Definitely even when he's coming and, back, uh, they think that he's <laughs> about to like go. Maybe I don't know, man. But I know what you're saying. I mean, he does fill up the stat sheet. Oh, he yeah. does. For a dude, I, I've never seen a guy that young thrown on. Like, he's he's matching up with LeBron and Kobe, and he's, like, out doing right into that Euro. If he keeps playing like he's guy. playing, he's probably going to have the best year for, like, a 20. Is he 20 or is he 21 now? So I think guy. he was 20 last year. He's probably 21 now. But I thought he was 19 last year. He might have been. He, he, saying, I mean, he might have been. been some, uh, there was controversy over his age because... They were saying that he might have been older. Like they, 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 they uh, flubbed his birth certificate on the way over, like on the ship. They flubbed it up. Yeah. From Slovenia. How the the Mavs go from one the best Euro white guy of all time to possibly like the the next best Euro white guy of all time. Like they're going, they're doing the Packers. He's far twenty until he's twenty until February twenty eighth. So I called it again. Far right again. to Rogers. Far. Oh wow. That's the comparison. I would say Dirk, Dirk Breeze to Michael Thomas is where I would have went, my friend. No, he's saying Breeze. quarterback to quarterback. Oh, yeah. you're talking like, connection. Like 
dynasty to dynasty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you can go Manning Lock. to Luck, but fuck Luck. That guy's an asshole. It's not a... I'm never... No. Were you saying the whiskey to Don Chick? That's what he was saying, yeah. Wow. Is, is like... You're a white guy to you're a white guy? Whoa. Yeah. Has that ever happened? Is that like the biggest connection of all time? What was Dirk... Is, well, he's... Okay, Bigger so Don Chick is Slovenian. What is right? Nowitzki? What's Nowitzki? Did they German. Just, they did, they, did they just German. draft he's the 2019 Dirk Nowitzki? Yeah. You know, they, they pretty much they did, just, though. I mean, like, Mark Cuban will like find you well, in Europe. Well, like six seven. Kind of how tall? How tall? Oh, Dirk was seven. Dirk was six, six, seven foot. Yeah. I thought he was six eleven. Dirk was seven guy. foot, okay. hitting, hitting, jump shot, like hitting Wait, that. He had me. that little. Dirk Nowitzki is going to be a guy ten years from now. It's really solidly underrated. That's my. The next level of kids aren't going to know who Dirk Nowitzki is. I feel like Dirk. Mark, my Dirk, words. I feel like Dirk Nowitzki changed the game of basketball with his ability to play at the top of the key and just like hit the three and like like his size. People started running their offenses through big guys. I think because of like the example he set, like because he was like running the offense at the top of the key and he could like you know he could shoot from the free throw line or or somebody could cut back and like they were running through those big guys. And it's easier for those big guys to like see the holes because of their, you know, their size and whatnot. Like he just had a little lean in, push off. Basically, like a basketball <laughs> quarterback, Dirk Nowitzki. Was. Well, and having a big guy that can step out and shoot. And LeBron does that too. LeBron's kind of like the same kind of thing. They run the offense through like him and like the top of the key a lot of times. Exactly. You know? That brings. That brings. Um, we got five minute warning, by the way. Do we have any hot buttons that we want to hit? Let's let's close down. Go ahead. Ball. Finish that thought. Finish well, your thought. Yeah. What I was gonna say is is Dirk. Being able to shoot at seven foot, that means the guy that's guarding him comes out of the middle. You know, you don't have that big guy just posted up. Oh yeah, in the he was, yeah, that's that what I mean. Opens it all up for for you know running to do the top of the key, like opens up that whole like thing. That's why I said mm-hmm. he's he's leaving the hoop open for guys to make cuts and stuff yeah. like that because you have to go out and guard him. Yeah. You can't leave him out there. And like big guy shooting is a regular part in the NBA right now. If you go back to the early '90s. How many centers were shooting threes? Like Bill Cartwright, that guy was probably one for three in the 1992 <laughs> play. Or, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no yeah, big guys were shooting like that. Do you think Bill Cartwright shot three threes? <laughs> Is that a stat that we need? I over, think he shot over, three threes. Over, over, under <laughs> three threes for Bill Cartwright. <laughs> I'm going way under. Way under? Yeah. Way under? But that's I'm saying under. Three I don't three think, it, I think Bill Cartwright might have gassed one up at the end of the shot clock. In 1989, half quarter, half quarter. <laughs> yes, then he got up a loose I mean, ball. He had to get chase it down. Yes, <laughs> a loose ball. He just that's turned the around. only one he shot. It's, man, it's, oh, man. it's quite possible. But that's what I'm saying. Big guys weren't shooting. How many big guys were? I mean, Larry Bird was kind of a bigger guy that was a shooter back then. But I mean, he wasn't a center. He was a he's a forward type guy, yeah. right? Yeah, but he. I mean, but I mean, we got seven footers that are bombing threes now. Joel Embiid is bombing threes now. Like you got to go guard him. Demarcus Cousins bombing threes. I mean, even Durant's. Change the game, foot, you know. It'll come back around. Six It'll five. come back around because Kofi Cockburn's coming up from the fight in the line eye, and he's a true center. He's gonna come back in there. Oh, don't try to get out. I of just saw. Now. I just saw a quote from Shaq that said that you know if if a big guy came in to dominate the NBA, he absolutely could because nobody's physical. Not anymore because everybody's stepping out shooting yeah, threes. But all five I guys, mean, whether that's gonna be. Cockburn or Cockburn or Cockburn, whatever. Cockburn, baby. Cockburn. Cockburn. Yeah, whether that's going to be him, whether it will, time will tell with him, but... Let's do a foot. Let's do a football rundown real quick. I want what do we the, got? I want we got the over. All right, we're at the two game. minute warning. Speaking of which, I want two the minute, over under. Two on minute, we're gonna we're gonna do a quick rundown. Yeah, I do want the over under on Cartwright. We, we got we got to we got to like bet. We're gonna get back to you guys on Bill Cartwright on this over under. <laughs> How many threes from Bill Cartwright in his career? I gotta say, I'm going under three. Under three? Yeah, it three is, is what it's set at. Do you see Bill Cartwright <laughs> shoot? I don't even think he has the coordination. It's got to be a half, right? He's got was it two and a half or three and a half? He has the worst shot. Form in of all time. Well, him and Shaq, Shaq was pretty bad too. I'll take Bill Cartwright every <laughs> day and twice on Sunday. If you don't Shaq. know Bill Cartwright, you go YouTube and you'll know. I'll take Shaq shooting three over Bill. I bet Cartwright. you Shaq shot more threes. Yes, hey, but Cartwright might have made. I got. I'm wrangling you gentlemen in right now. We got two minute warning. I want to hear some picks for football. All right, first game: Bills, Texans at three o'clock. Houston's getting two and a half. What do you got, Wolfman? Houston's minus two and a half. Minus two and a half at Houston. Uh, I like the Bills. With the line. I don't I, like Deshaun Watson. I think he's overrated. I shit. do. I do. He's been a stud quarterback for my fantasy team all year. I'm taking Houston. I got Houston winning that game. Houston winning that game by my Mitch Trubisky alliance will not, allegiance won't let me pick Houston <laughs> next. Bills. Okay. <laughs> okay. Titans Patriots. New England's getting five at seven o'clock. I mean, I didn't even know Tennessee. New England minus five. I didn't even know Tennessee made the playoffs, so I'm taking <laughs> Patriots. 
Titans are getting five. Yeah, you know. Oh, I'll take the Titans. I'll take the Titans to cover the spread. We're betting, we're betting the line. I, I'll take the Titans to cover the spread. It's almost like the Titans winning that game for some crazy odd reason. The Patriots I, are done, dude. I, I'm, Patriots I'm, I'm, are done. So they got beat I think by the, the Patriots fucking. Got one game. They get beat by the Dolphins last week, playing for home field advantage. They're not the same. This is their first time that they haven't got a buy in like ten years. I think Gronkowski scores a touchdown. <laughs> and they win Coked the first out Gronk from uh, New Year's Eve. Did you see that? I'm with Beach. I'm with I'm with Grizzly D. Patriots got one in them. I think, yep. think they got one more. Right. Okay. Sunday Viking Saints. Saints uh, negative seven and a half. You know, I got Saints winning that one. I got Saints just blowing Minnesota out of the water in this one. Oh, Saints, yeah. Saints yeah. have been itching to get back to that Minneapolis miracle for who knows how long. I got the Saints yeah. in that one. You're free to play it. And he's, at, he's on fire. Yeah. Last Michael game, Thomas. Last game, Seahawks-Eagles. Saints minus one and a half at Philly, though. Seahawks, Seahawks minus one, one and a half. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Seahawks Ten minus. seconds left. Quick uh, Eagles. I got Seahawks winning that one, blowing them out. See you. Bet out! Oh, I thought we were going to get some dinner. Dinner. We gave gave Sharp G a little lead in Strom right there. Uh, multi-talented, multi-talented. He is multi-talented. The life of a Sox fan. Oh, yeah. Just a, just a we do it all. guitar. We do it all to just not think about all the violence going on around us. It's outside. <laughs> Guaranteed right there. You going to go to some games this year? How many, game, how many games? Year? I went to two last year. I know. How many games are you going to go to this year? Might be it's got to be double. this year. got to be double. Did you boy Lewis Robert is up. I mean, how many boys do I have right now? Louis Robert, Timmy Anderson, Yon Moncada, Eloy Jimenez. I might, I might get a man crush on Nomar Mazzaro. Edwin Encarnacion. You Edwin, got the beard coming I traded, I traded Edwin Encarnacion for Justin Masterson uh, what happens if you get years ago. And really that quick, that got happens, me to the championship. What happens if you get Cassianos on the south side? That guy loves to go to Richards, rip fucking rally heaters at the bar, do shots like in the best dive bar in Illinois I like on Grand Avenue. I don't think the I don't think the Sox are gonna fuck around with outfield anymore because I think they got. No, Lord, I think they're done. They got Robert. They got Robert signs, so he'll start the season up, and I think they'll use Lori as like their fourth outfielder right now, right? And then the rest of the guys will start. Madrigal soon on his way. Madrigal might have a five, six year before the season even starts, dude. The way the Sox are doing it, and they should. Do you think they're going to throw him a contract next? Yeah. I think Matt, they want... Well, Rick who, Hahn. Who did the Sox... We're going to shut this down. We want to get into some the, Sox talk, or we want to shut it down? The only the only guy the Sox have at second right now is Lori Garcia. They don't even have a second baseman. So that's why Madrigal's got to be coming pretty soon. So that's why they're going to trade for Norman Arenado. The Cubs were linked to Norman Arenado with, with uh, Chris Bryant. <laughs> So, all right. I mean, we could talk about it or we could... Sh- we'll, no, we'll, no, no, we'll, no, we'll, White we'll, Sox talk like, is coming. We'll all, that, back so, all that and more. All that and more on the next episode. We might have some Gene Hackman unwanted sexual advance talk on the next episode. I'm thinking uh, at some point, too, you're talking about going I'm the, the commander of this one, shit. One hot shot. Crimson Tide. Uh, on the spot. One hot shot on the spot after after our first MLB game. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. From, from, from Boston. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Is it Fenway? One that hot would shot be from awesome. Fenway. One hot shot on the spot. On the spot. Ooh, We're uh, that's outstanding. Something's in the works here for. There's for some our... stuff in the works we got coming here for sure. So. Uh, so serious that, hot takes coming. We're gonna have saying. we're gonna serious have uh, uh, plenty of talk. We're gonna ha- we're gonna have uh, Bill Cartwright three point career three point attempts on the next show. We almost should have brought the Bill Cartwright three point attempts on this little. Now nah, we gotta wait on that. We're gonna do a, a full analysis breakdown of Bill. If Cartwright you come back for anything, career. come back for the Bill Cartwright the three point er, attempts. Er, the the over under is three. The over under is three. I got if the. You don't under. think he shot three I'm three pointers and it, it's way over. I'm taking the over in I'm his career. Well, they didn't even have a three-point line when he came into the league. Well, yeah, so I know. So take that into account. We need to look, yeah, but he was playing it. He fact was, check that. He was playing into the early '90s, and he was playing into the early '90s because he won the first yeah, oh, yeah. championship. I'm pretty sure Bill Carr was playing early '80s. I mean, I'm not sure when the three-point line was installed. You're telling me Bill Carr incorporated, right, took his 
shot it from his left shoulder from three point range. Yeah, I'm trying. He was kind of over his over his head, right? Yeah. Wasn't he the? It was the nastiest form I have he ever seen in my it. life. To this I don't know. day, Lonzo Ball. If you, nobody's topped it to this. If day. you told Lonzo someone Ball. to like shoot Lonzo a basketball, shoot a basketball the most awkward way you could think of, that's Bill Cartwright's shot. So, we'll, we'll so the Ball brothers, this. you know, Lamelo Ball is gonna be a number one draft pick in the NBA, probably top three. Wow. Little brother, the, the youngest one. Wow. That dude was like he's uh, playing in Australia right now or something. He's or? playing somewhere. He's playing in the NBL league or mm. whatever. And he, that kid is like he's lighting it up. No, that kid is like a case. That kid is like a test tube basketball player. Like from the day he was born until now. Like he was playing in professional leagues at sixteen. Like a guy Bryce Harper. So be hard. We're gonna talk about that next time. Next. We're going to do one of these a week, and next week we're going to talk some NFL playoffs. We'll have the first round over, so we'll probably cover a little bit of that. We'll give you some, uh, we'll give you some, uh, our, my, uh, expert, uh, opinion on the second round, and these guys will just take a couple guesses at who's going to win, and then we'll give you some basketball breakdowns next week. Some basketball breakdowns. There's I want to get, I want to get in, going on I, in the NBA. I, I want to get into some, uh, of Mitch Trubisky talk, if we could. Yeah, that's you, a big topic for me. That's like a hot button for me, and I gotta go. I gotta go there at some point. Yeah, I, I definitely gotta run it down with the Sox G over, or the Shark G over here. So I definitely took a shot at you guys on the football. Well, we could say in the NFC North too, because I'm a Lions fan. Like you said, I'm you a, are a all over fan. the place. So, I, that's, so I got I got an interesting perspective on how this year went. How we just fired like our entire coaching staff. And looking into next year, we have like the third overall pick, mm. and like what types of strategies? Because I heard some crazy stuff. Uh, I, I, I read, some, Stafford, I, I read huh? some. No, I just I was reading some articles today, and it's like I'll take pers- Stafford perspectives on who they who they draft, you know. And it's just like the, I mean, the, the Lions play every cool. year for like options. a draft. They they the Giants or the Lions like after week eight they play for like draft position. You know right. what? Yeah, give us the give us the Lions <laughs> breakdown next week. Yep. I got a buddy. I got one other friend that's a diehard Lions fan. He where he rocks the Barry Sanders jersey. Like he's he's hardcore. Like he goes back to the Herman Moore days. We went to the Bears Lions. Freaking Moore. Herman Moore, Brett Perriman. We went to the Bears Lions game. The Calvin Johnson drop touchdown. We were there. Were I there. was in the last That's row in the game. house. My back was against the, was the structure. First game of the season. It was the first game of the season. Yeah. My back yeah. was against the structure. We got hammered on Taylor <laughs> Street in Chicago after that game. Then we went up to Wrigleyville. It was a great time. I could tell you all about it. That's bullshit. But we'll come back and. Uh, and we'll run that down. Yeah, so, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And y'all have a great weekend. Yep, we'll see you next time. Until then, one any last, last words? One hot shot. One hot shot. But ah. Uh...